This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here today because I have an incredible interview that I'm doing with a dear friend of mine. And we met a couple years ago in Toronto through Landmark Worldwide, which I've mentioned before on my podcast. It's a company that does personal development courses. So my friend and I did a course together for seven months and I've just been totally inspired by her and watching her journey and she is a money mindset coach. Her name is Danielle Amos, and today she is going to share her story of how she became successful and how she's making a difference for people and together we're going to be talking about money mindset and how to shift your beliefs and of course, it's all about mindset because that's what this podcast channel is all about. So without further ado, Danielle, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners, tell us about yourself and what you're up to, and we're just going to dive right into this incredible conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on your podcast and congratulations on all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Uh, so my name is Danielle, like Kayla said, and I am from a city just outside of Toronto. And I got introduced to the material around success, success principles about five or six years ago, when I was really struggling in my business, I had went from the corporate world into the life as an entrepreneur. And I assumed because I was doing well in corporate that I would go to the top of the company as an entrepreneur, uh, as a sales company, and that didn't happen. And instead, I went further and further into debt and was really searching about what, you know, what was wrong with me to quote, unquote, fix myself. And I found um, principles of success that I then implemented. And that is what has me here. Because fast forward now, I've turned that old corporate yearly income into my monthly income. And uh it's been pretty amazing what happens when we just shift our mindset, especially around money. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm, I'm so excited to have you here because obviously you've had a lot of success with shifting your mindset around money. And this is what the conversation is going to be about because obviously, you know, you've been, been able to transform your life and now you can use that experience like as evidence to show other people that they can do that too. And so I think it's amazing that, I, I get to have you here and that you get to share your story. And so I would, I would love for you to talk more about, you know, you're in the inner circle with Bob Proctor and also the thinking into results, like all of that. So can you just share a little bit more of like how you got into, you know, mindset and, and all of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I talk about when I became an entrepreneur and that was in network marketing and um, I go there because I knew that I wanted you know, financial freedom, I didn't really know what that meant for me. But I just wanted financial freedom and time freedom. And I think most of your listeners can relate to that desire. And what I noticed was I wasn't doing the things that I knew to do as an entrepreneur. And I knew what to do, but I wasn't doing them. And that 
habitual behavior caused me to get into a ton of debt. Like we're talking over a hundred thousand in credit card debts and like just really bad debt because I was stubborn in a way that I wanted my business to work. And I knew that if I just, well, I had this belief that if I just put more time and worked harder, it would all come together. Well, what I realize now is that working harder was a lot of my problem. I was like a fly banging its head against the wall, like the window of a restaurant. You know what? When you see flies, they're trying to get through. I was (laughs) like that fly, like trying harder, harder, harder. And, you know, when we look at that fly, we know it's never going to fly through the glass, right? But it doesn't know that. And if the fly just backed up about three to four feet, it would realize that the door is open of the restaurant. It could actually fly out. But I was doing that. I was working harder and banging my head against the wall. And and the, my results were the same, which we know that definitions of insanity, right? So I was that person. And then I, I was introduced to this material by Bob Proctor. And I took his course. You mentioned it's called Thinking of Results. And my within six months, my income tripled. And that was my first taste of implementing this work. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have to teach other people because I was really struggling and hard on myself and so in such trouble financially. So I started earning money that way and then um, slowly climbed myself out of debt. And I thought that it had to be a slow process as well. Like I, and again, I had, I have this, I had this belief that I had to work hard, work hard, work hard. That is not true. If you're working hard for money, you're doing something incorrectly. You're going down the wrong path. And I know that to be true now. Money is energy. And so when I learned this, you know, I decided that I wanted to become a coach and coach this. And I use the same material to become one of Bob's top coaches. So I'm within his top 10 currently around number three worldwide. And there's thousands of us around the world. And I say that, you know, not to impress your listeners, but just to impress upon them that they like if you look at where I was a 100,000 in debt to now earning over 100,000 a month, like in a few short years, it's pretty much remark like it's pretty much people you know would think it's magic and it's not it's all energy and so if I can do it they can do it you know anything I, that they yeah. want yes I love this so much because especially that I've really stepped into coaching and the people that I follow on social media and the the content that I'm reading and I there's so much emphasis on energy and how you know we attract things into our life and one thing that I think is really important is when you're talking about working harder for money, you're right, like time and working harder does not equal money. Like there's mm-hmm. people who will work three to four jobs who are working 80 hours a week, and they're making minimum wage, they're yeah. working really hard, but they're not making very good money. And then there's some people who are at the point now where they can work two to three hours a day and make 1000s of dollars, because it's just a totally different mindset and I really want to like hone in on this and drive this home to people that it's not it's not because somebody else is successful that they've taken that away from you Mm -hmm. it's just evidence that you can do that as well right and that's why I think it's so great that you're obviously sharing like so authentically how far you've come because I think a lot of people they get really hung up on that like oh they've done it like I can't do it that's not me and that's Mm -hmm. just a form of of self-sabotage right Well, what's interesting is that mind does that. It's going to play tricks on you to say, okay, well, she could do that because of her network or he did that because of his education or X, Y, Z. The reality is, is none of those outside circumstances matter at all. 
the results you're currently getting is a direct reflection of the mindset you're holding. And so none, we know we've proven this with science that none of that matters. None of your past successes, failures, whether you went to school or not, doesn't yeah. dictate how much you can earn. How much you're earning, there's a law of compensation, which is really important to understand. The law of compensation states that what you earn is a direct proportion to three things. Number one, the need for what you do. Number two, how well you do it. How well you do it means how many people you serve and how well you serve them. And number three is the difficulty there is in replacing you. So if you just focus on number two, number one, and number three will take care of themselves. And so if we put that into context in any career, you can see this, okay? It doesn't matter what job you're doing. If you focus on number two, let me use uh, an actor, entertainment as an example. Uh, an actor that's uh, that is performing on a theater stage, maybe a local theater and performing in front of three, 30 people at a night, you know, probably makes a few hundred dollars a week. Then you've got an actor that is on a big movie in a movie or maybe a Netflix show. They're making hundreds of thousands, if not millions, because they are being seen by more people. They are entertaining more people. And so their income reflects that. You see, and so you wouldn't see one of like you would never see, you know, Brad Pitt on a local theater in front of 30 people. It just wouldn't happen. So hence, he's compensated that way. And so you could take this into any profession as long yeah. as number one and three match. Yeah. And, and so if you focus on value and service, your income will go up and up and up. And then what you need to do is become a vibrational match for that money so that you keep the money because I've seen people make it and then it doesn't stay. That also yes. is because of their mind. Yeah. Yes. So can you talk a little bit more about, you know, being an energetic match and energy? Because I think some people don't understand that there's actually science behind this. And it's mm -hmm. not just like a spiritual belief, like woo woo kind of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, yeah, this is uh, this is all physics. And there's a great Einstein quote that talks about how this is not philosophy. It is actually physics. And he says, everything is energy match the frequency to what you want. And you can not help but get that reality. This is not philosophy. This is physics. That's Einstein said that he was a pretty smart guy. What that means is you need to understand that you with your goal achieved. And I highly recommend that your goal has a money amount to it. And the only reason a person doesn't have a income goal in their goal, like with a specific amount of money, is because they have a money belief that money is like evil or like they they can't say what they want, something like that, a deep-seated belief from their childhood that would be holding them back from actually admitting how much they want. But it, I would really encourage your readers to create a, a big, quote-unquote, big money goal and have it a monthly goal and uh, really think about when I achieve that goal. Let's say it's 10000 a month. When I achieve 10000 a month, how does that feel? What am I how am I speaking? How, what choices am I making? What kind of vacations do I go on? How do I meet and greet my friends, my prospects, my family? Um, how do I pay my bills? Really get into harmony, really think about what it feels like to earn this money. And then there's an energy behind that place. So when your goal is achieved, you're vibrating at a certain frequency. And so you want to get into a match for that frequency and show up as that version of you now. 
in every area of your life. And that's how you become a match for him. Yes. I love that because I was writing about this recently. I think it was in one of my Instagram posts or maybe I said it in a podcast, but just like, if you think about it, who we are in this present moment has got us all the results that we currently have Mm -hmm. in our life. Therefore, if you want to go to the next level or achieve a certain money amount or have a breakthrough in a career relationship, we have to show up as that person because it pushes it pushes us outside of the comfort zone because everything that we currently have in our life is within the comfort zone. You got it. Yep. And that's it. And it's all what's interesting is that that comfort zone was created by the way that you were brought up between, you know, zero and seven. And you, you and I were talking about like childhood, how that creates your beliefs. So you're really walking, talking, you know, everything that you have, your habitual way, your habits now is because of everything that happened to you as a child. Yeah, which is crazy, because I don't Mm -hmm. think people realize that, like, you know, we've learned this from doing the landmark forum. But, Mm -hmm. you know, our our past is usually what we're doing is we're projecting that into our future, because that's, that's what we know. Mm -hmm. And for our mind, it's a comfort zone, because it's evidence, it's something that we're familiar with, that we can understand, and it's predictable and controllable. And so when I think it's like you, when we were talking before we jumped on this episode was like, developing the awareness of and like really just questioning why do I believe this like where where did this come from and how how are these results showing up in my life like as a mirror of this self-limiting belief or beliefs that I have yeah it's pretty crazy we um in the work with Bob Proctor he calls them paradigms so that these deep-seated beliefs and habitual behavior is your paradigm and that's really what what's happening in your life and it's as you start to question like where did this belief come from like you said you'll see that it's nonsense like a great story that I'll share is, um, you know, it's, it was just Thanksgiving in the US. And uh, this woman was talking about watching um, her mom make ham for dinner. And her mom cut off both sides of the ham, put it in a, in a pot roasting pan and put it in the oven and added water and like herbs and all that stuff. And she said, Hey, mom, why do you cut off both ends of the ham? Like she's this young girl's learning to cook. And the mom said, Oh, that's the way that your grandma always did it. So the woman, the young teenager she asked the grandmother grandmother you know how do you cook your ham she said oh well you cut the left end you turn around cut the right end put it in some water with some herbs and put it in the oven she's like well why do you do that she said oh that's the way that my mother taught me and it goes back they find out that the reason why the great grandmother did this was that way back you know whatever year stoves were small and there wasn't a pot that was big enough to fit the hams that came from the farm and so she cut off both ends and they had just passed it down for no reason. It's ridiculous. And oh the mom to this, isn't that crazy? So this is yeah. where our beliefs come. So the, all along they thought this is the way they had a deep seated belief. that This is the way that they cooked ham. And it sounds <laughs> such like a, a crazy example, but this is what's showing up in our lives around everything around money. Someone told you somewhere that money was the root of all evil or it doesn't grow on trees or when you asked for something, you had to know how to get it. And one thing that I've been talking about recently online is just how basically everything that we know as human beings is a learned behavior. Like just because everything that we see, like our mind, like you said, you know, from the ages of zero to seven or just that young childhood time is that we're just we're just absorbing everything. And, you know, we don't even think about how we learned how to walk. It just it was just a progression. And and so it's just crazy because I don't think people understand that 
everything is a learned behavior. Therefore, you can unlearn a behavior and relearn something new. Mm-hmm. And it is it is erasable, right? And this is what it comes down to, like what we're talking about right now is just questioning, well, why do I believe this? And like literally going back to the roots. Well, this is why we cut both ends of the ham off. Like, and, you know, now we have big ovens. We don't have to cut the ends of the ham off anymore. <laughs> we can just put it in the oven, right? And And have it be something new and different. Yeah. And I would say even like decide what beliefs you want to have and then reprogram your mind to have those beliefs. So you don't even need to go down the rabbit hole of why so much. Just know that it's ridiculous. Like, you know, um, let's talk about money, for example, like have the belief that money comes easy to you. And it comes in increasing quantities every single day. Yeah. What if, what I, if you release the idea that you had to work hard for it? Because that is just conditioned by society. Like mm-hmm. it's time for money, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you can share with, you know, when you're coaching clients, like what are common themes of beliefs that people have around money that you think are maybe the first ones that people should look at transforming? Yeah, well, uh, that time for money is huge. uh, Because, you know, if you look at the wealthiest people, they have multiple streams of income, and they're not trading time for money. And the one this is a a secret that 1% of the population knows, and they're earning all the money. So that would be number one. Um, In fact, that's something I can give you a link to Kayla to share with your listeners is um, we have a multiple sources of income, like mini course boot camp that you can uh, learn how to create those for your own life and, and know that the source is like, I have over 22 sources right now, and they don't take up a lot of them don't take up much time at all. So it's just really changing your mind around how you earn money. Uh, The second one is to understand that money is abundant, and it's unlimited, and it's energy, and it is open and there for all of us. So we all have the ability to earn unlimited money. And it's actually our birthright to live in abundance. That's how we were designed to live. And so it's not the root of all evil. And yeah, like people say money don't doesn't can't buy you happiness. That's the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard, by the way, because it's like, it's like saying I can't drive to the grocery store on a refrigerator. It, it makes no sense. Because the thing is, is that money is the most important resource in the area it's used. It buys my, my education, it buys my professional development work, you know, for me to get where I am so I can serve thousands and hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people. It buys the clothes, the experiences, you know, it's very important, actually. And listen, I've lived without it and with it. And it's a hell of a lot more fun to have it. Oh, of course, right? Be more (laughs) so. So to see that it's actually good. And so see where you're triggered, like for those that are on the call, like really listening to this, really listen for where it's what I say triggers you because that's going to be a good indication of the area that you want to work on because it, it will be um, specific to you because of the way you were raised. But listen, Kayla, I haven't met one person that didn't have a money paradigm. Everyone I meet has a hang up about money somehow and you'll never have it until you're comfortable with it. It's just yeah, not possible. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because I've been doing a lot of mindset work this year around money and some of the beliefs that have come up for me are, you know, I have to work really hard for money or there needs to be some sort of struggle to earn money so that Mm -hmm. I can deserve it. 
like that's one of them or one that I one that I've noticed recently and I I had a different perspective on it once it it became so evident to me was like oh I can always I I can always get by like Mm. I don't need much to get by and I realized how self-sabotaging that belief was because I'm like oh my god this is why I'm currently earning what I'm earning because I think I can just get by with x amount that's not what I want to believe like I I want to believe that I have constant overflow and abundance and you know I get to make more and more every day so I've been working on on shifting that and I even you know discovered like where that belief came from and it's not that it was said to me in my childhood but I could see that there were certain people in my life they were behaving that way and that's where I picked it up from Mm. so once I noticed that then that's the moment where I got the impact of holding on to that belief and I've I've started reprogramming my brain to to think of like abundance and overflow because like you said money is a tool and when we have it, that creates opportunity. And, you know, it's it's a flow. Like, we can give back to others. We can invest totally. in ourselves. And that's, yeah. So those are just, like, a couple of the beliefs that have come up for me. And I noticed that those beliefs continued perpetuating this year because I was looking at my current life, mm-hmm. my little comfort zone box of what I currently have. And so those beliefs obviously fit within that comfort zone because they kept producing the same results. Yeah. And so that's, like that was just very eye opening. And it it all came from just being curious, and just questioning and trying to take not trying, but actually taking a different perspective and stance on my current situation and looking at okay, if these are my results, like, what am I thinking? Like, what am I believing? Yeah, yeah, you got it. I also know this to be true about money. It's a magnifier. So if you are a good person who gives that has, you know, passion for X, Y, and Z cause, you're going to give more to it. It's going to magnify who you already are. So when, like, I love how you, um, you know, you started to realize like what it would be like that, that you have more than enough, right? So that you're not just getting by because that with that belief, you'll always just, you know, get by and then we're limited to how we can make like the impact we're going to make on the world. Because time, like, let's be honest about time. Like, you know, sometimes I get people say, well, well, that's not true. Like I volunteer here, here and here. Okay, fine. But you're still limited. You're still trading time for that volunteer money. If you had more money, you can make a bigger impact. So can you talk a little bit more about the thinking into results program? Sure. Yeah. So this is a program from Bob Proctor. And those of you that don't know who Bob is, he is from the movie, The Secret. That's probably where he's best known. But that uh, just is what discovered him. He's been studying the mind for 58 years. He's currently 85. And um, he, his mentors included Earl Nightingale, who was Uh, mentored by Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich, who was mentored by uh, Andrew Carnegie, who was the first millionaire. And Bob is 85 years young, and he has helped individuals from like Ellen DeGeneres to companies like Remax and Prudential really make a difference in their in their production, their sales and their results. And uh, this program is all 85 years in, of research, jam-packed. And if you want a roadmap to get you from where you are right now to where you want to go, this is the roadmap. It's basically a strategic plan. You put yourself with your current results into the program and out pops three or six months, depending on the track you choose, 
later with your goal achieved. And it's a program that you get for life because once you achieve the goal, let's say your goal is 10,000 a month, you're not going to stop there. You're going to want to triple, quadruple, 10x that income for the next, you know, six months. So you go back through the program again. I love it because it's so simple. It is, you know, exactly what to do every day in order to reprogram your mind so that the results are permanent. So you never have to wonder, you know, oh my goodness, is this like, you know, am I just quote unquote lucky? See, there's no such thing as luck. We, there's laws that govern our success and, you know, due to our mindset and uh, there's no such thing as luck in, in circumstance. So this program teaches you all, all about that. That's I love amazing. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How long is this program? It's either three or six months, but you have the actual program for life. And you can either study uh, one lesson a week, one principle per week, making it a 12 month, a 12 week program or two weeks per principle, making it a six week, six month program. So really, it depends, you know, what track you're on, what you want, really. Yeah, I'm going to definitely include that into the show notes because I mean, I just love that we're having a conversation about, you know, manifesting more money or whatever mm-hmm. the goal is. It's obviously not just about money, right? Like people can manifest or, you know, achieve any goal they want in any area of their life. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like how you do one thing is how you do anything. But what I notice is that people start with manifesting, you know, without this kind of work, they'll start to manifest like a parking spot or uh, a discount on a product or an upgrade on like a flight you know, or you'll start attracting the right like people to your life. And that's where it starts. But when it comes to um, money, there's always a block. So this program doesn't only talk about money, it could be like your sales results. I've had people um, use it for their health, as well. Um, You know, we've had, I've I've had really good friends that have been uh, diagnosed with cancer who've released the cancer with this because it's a whole other subject. But um, because our body is an instrument of the mind. It's it's a manifestation of your mind. So that's a, a whole other podcast, Kayla, but um, you can really use yeah. it. It's the same principle. So how you reprogram the mind is exactly the same. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Can you share a bit more about the journey of since you did this program and like how many years ago was this and then what you've achieved and what you've manifested since yeah, then? Yeah, sure. So, uh, so it was 2015 when I was first a client of the program. Um, my results were about $2,000 in my network marketing company a month. And they went to between 2000 and 2500 And they fluctuated a lot, which is another common thing we see with people. Like they uh, one month is really good. The next month, really bad. Da, 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 da. That was me. And um, I went from that to earning 7800 That was uh, about five five, six months after, and then my income went up to 7,800, then to 15 and 25,000. And then it went back down. So I knew that I had some self image work to do some like deep seated belief, whether about around my worth around money. Um, And so then I went and reapplied this information. And uh, then very quickly, it changed, I consistently was having 25,000 dollar a month. So that was my new norm. And then I took that into a week that happened Had my first 100,000 month that um, was sort of a one off. So then I went back and knew that my belief system hadn't changed. Like I wasn't a vibrational match all the time for because the paradigm's strong. And listen, Bob's 85. He's still shifting in his programming. 
right? So um, we continue to use the use the work in the same format to reprogram the mind. So whatever you're whatever you're habitually earning or you know, your current results becomes that new benchmark. And so now it's consistent. You know, um, I've had my first 100,000 day. And again, it's just, I've become a vibrational match for it. So that's what I really teach people how to do. And we talk about money. You said it's not all about the money, but we talk about money because it shows where the awareness is at. And so why not, you know, go for it. And, and the rest of, like life, like I'm still working on my, you know, I still have my health and all of this. Like I don't only focus on this, you know, my relationships are important, my health, my family life, my traveling, like all lifestyle, all of that's important. But when you have that one thing about money and your service to the world, everything else seems to take care of itself. And I think one thing that people, maybe people who are not really into personal development or personal Mm -hmm. growth yet is just they don't have the awareness of the power mm-hmm. of like going inward and and learning about ourselves but it really seems that it's you know when we go to work on ourselves inside and we shift our beliefs like how we think is what causes our actions in you life. got it and you were so willing to do the work say for example when you hit that wall and you're mm-hmm. you're looking to strive to make more or do more mm-hmm. you would go back and do the work yeah and I think that for example Bob Proctor being 85 years old and he's still doing the work he has 85 years of experience on this planet so it's like this this journey never stops and I think the personal development and understanding you know energetic principles and whatnot it's just a it's a forever way of living and I see it as if I'm not growing then I'm dying so there's this there's a law create or disintegrate and if I'm not creating I'm going backwards there's no such thing as staying the same so and Bob knows that as well that's why at 85 he continues to create and you know what someone said you know you don't need the money Bob why are you still doing this and he said what I do is so important. He's changing lives. See, once you get a handle of this on this, it's your, I believe it's your responsibility to put your own oxygen mask on, become the most successful, make the most impact of in, in the world based on your purpose and do it so that you help bring others up and you inspire them. And so for me, that's, I just want to keep getting better and better so that I can serve more so I can make a bigger impact on the world. That's directly, it just so happens that that's the law of compensation, right? So the more people I serve, the more I earn and it goes for everyone on this call. Yes. And I love that so much. And I I love how authentic that is. And you can just see how it all ties in together. And that's really what I've been up to this year. Like, obviously, you know, we've known each other for a couple of years now, and I've been really into personal development the last five years, but it wasn't until earlier this year that I started to really get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started showing up on social media and calling myself a mindset coach and being able to help people. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. You know, it's, I think it's such a gift when we find our purpose in life. And when we find our passion, especially when it comes to serving others, because, And I've learned this specific thing from one of the landmark leaders. And he was saying how, you know, our life lies within the relationships with other people. Mm. And so when we get to make an impact with the people in our life, whether it's our family or whether it's literally the barista Mm -hmm. or whoever's at cash at the grocery store, that's those interactions, those connections, like that is what 
life is. And so as you're saying, I help more people and I bring in more abundance. And you're right, you get to inspire people that they can also do that. Yeah. And there's a ripple effect. So, you know, I just helped a good a friend of mine who has a construction business and he's, you know, is earning a hundred thousand and, and just 10 X his business in 11 months. And, you know, there's a ripple effect. So now his employees, now all the people in his circle, you know, so it doesn't, it really doesn't matter what industry a person's in, they can apply this to their life. And for, for me, those of us that are coaches, there's a, there's a law of cause and effect. So we're putting great causes out into the world and the effects have to come back by law. Yeah. And we, we talked a little bit when you mentioned The Secret mm-hmm. and it's it's a movie and it's also a book. And actually, I think this, I think I read The Secret before I did the Landmark mm-hmm. Forum, but The Secret just talks about law of attraction. And so, you know, that's something that, do you want to just sure. dive in a little bit to that? Yeah, so our listeners know. Yeah, so the, well, what's interesting about The Secret is The Secret was missing The Secret. So The Secret talked about the law of attraction, which is a secondary law mainly like your positive get positive things back and you know visualize positive things and get positive stuff and it's it's not it's missing the underlying law which is the law of vibration which is a primary law and that's what I shared with the Einstein quote about frequency you know everything is energy and so we're vibrating and everything's vibrating and we are if you want to know what you're vibrating at either positive or negative, and you cannot be positive and negative at the same time. So you're either or no, you'll know based on the feelings that you're holding. And so if you're in a, if you're feeling good, you're in a positive vibration. If you're feeling negative, you're in a negative vibration. And in that time, you are attracting what you're vibrating at, what you're resonating with, and harmony with. And so your thoughts create your feelings. So it's the thought that you're holding that creates the feeling that then puts your body in the vibration. So in order to change your vibration, you have to change your thoughts. And most people are walking around and they're just, you know, they're just thinking, they're not really thinking actually. They're, we have a paradigm that is our habitual way of behaving, which I mentioned is your programming. And that programming has you thinking certain thoughts. So we're not actually only 96 to 98% of our behavior thoughts actions is all controlled by our program and so only two to four percent of our thoughts are conscious and so we've been programmed to just be think negative like think about it like you know we go into a room and we'll look for what's wrong or we're automatically thinking about like what we don't like or don't want you know that's just the way things are so we've been programmed to be negative and we have to switch that programming to be to be positive so that we now attract more positive things in our life but it starts with that vibration not just the law of attraction the other thing I was going to say too is that I think that as human beings being programmed to look for the negative is coming from a place of needing to survive so it's like if I if I see the negative like if I walk into a room or I go somewhere unfamiliar and I can see the danger then I can get away and I can survive and it's not that's not that's not a way of thriving right fight or flight and the other Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And you know, you look at you look at animals in nature, like say if they're literally at the bottom of the food chain, they spend their entire life running. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not getting any kind of abundance, but that's just that's just how it See, is. And unlike humans, like we have the consciousness to change how we think, but an animal that's just 
it is how it is for them. You right? got it. And that's the blessing. You know, we were given, given a mind, a conscious and a subconscious so that we create our reality at every moment we are co-creating our reality and we're co-creating with the energy that's abundant into the universe. And so that's ever, ever present. So this is different than animals. If you notice animals camouflage in their environment because they don't create their environment. We create our environment in every moment and it's powerful. So it's like, we can't be victim to our circumstances any longer. We've got to take responsibility for our thoughts. We were given the ability to choose our thoughts. And now, now yes. would you choose, like, do you have to go through and choose your thought every moment by moment by moment? No, you drive yourself crazy. That's why we teach you how to reprogram the mind. So now you're habitually thinking abundance, prosperity, you know, and now yes. you, this is how you habitually attract the awesome abundance that is your birthright to yourself. <laughs> I think that one thing that I've done with myself in terms of my mindset work is when I feel if I feel those negative emotions Mm. I've programmed myself to be like okay that's a trigger Kayla like what are you thinking right now what are you believing and what are you like you're imagining the worst and I'm just paying attention to the Mm -hmm. trigger and then I'm like okay I'm gonna let that go and choose something else (laughs) and so that that is a daily process and I think that that naturally whenever I feel those negative emotions I'm like hyper aware I'm like okay it's time to elevate my vibration and focus on something else yeah I always ask myself okay that's interesting like you know that that I'm feeling that do I want to feel like that way no okay so what do I want and how would that feel and I take pen to paper and I write because writing even so I carry a little notebook around with me in my bag and writing causes thinking. And if you just yeah. try to change your mind, we have squirrel mind, right? We'll go down. It's that mm-hmm. will go down the negative path. So take pen to paper and write, what do I want in this scenario? And how would that feel? And as I do that, I can only think one thought at a time. So I'll be thinking a positive thought. It creates a picture on the screen of my mind. We think in pictures. And then that picture will cause me to feel a new way and I'll shift my vibration. And I, I journal every day and I meditate every day and I, I totally get that. And it, you're right, it's all about getting into that mm-hmm. that vibration. And one thing that I've learned recently, I've been studying NLP and working on certif- coaching certifications. And one thing that I thought was so mind-blowing is that we, our subconscious mind, like you said, we see in pictures and whatever we think, we will see. Mm-hmm. And even if you say like, I don't want to think of a purple yeah. elephant. You have, you have to see the purple elephant and then realize, oh, I don't want to think about yeah. it. So it's like, that's why it's so critical to focus on what we want. Like, oh, I want more money in my bank account or I want mm-hmm. to, you know, gain more clients in my business, like whatever it is, because the mind can't process a negative. Well, what's interesting, so, yeah. I hear people all the time that I say, what's your goal? Oh, I want to lose weight and become debt free. I said, well, the good news is you're going to keep attracting more debt. Like, you know, you know yes. that's by law. And if you're going to, the mind is programmed to find what you lose. So as soon as you lose the weight, it's going to find it back for you. Cause that's the way yeah. the mind's programmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And the, the other thing I wanted to just to backpedal a little bit in the conversation is with the secret, as I've continued to dive into personal development and law of attraction and manifestation with the secret, I remember reading in the book, you know, there's, there's three parts, like ask, believe and receive. Mm. And so what are your thoughts on like, we're focusing a lot on, you know, vibration and whatnot. But what about the the concept of taking action while being aligned with that? 
And when I bring this up, it's like, okay, is, is taking action, does that mean working harder? Because I don't, I'm not trying to imply that we need to work harder. But I also think that, and I, I shared about this on social media, how I caught myself recently the last few months, like feeling really good about my goals and whatnot. And then when I looked at the action I was taking, it wasn't necessarily in line with what I wanted. And I thought, okay, I need to take bigger action, but it felt aligned for me. So how do we, like, what's your, what's your input or thoughts on, you know, those three things and vibration and also taking action. Yeah, well, nothing's going to happen without you taking action because the action is what is is the cause in the law of cause and effect. So in order for the law of attraction, law of vibration to work for you, you've got to take action. So that's really important. And this is exactly uh, the, the kind of things we go through in the program, Kayla, because we have to, our paradigm's so strong for most of us to work hard. And so what you want to do is instead of taking the action that you know how to take from your current results, which will just get you more of the same, if you take action from that space, that vibration, you'll get more of the same. You've got to move outside of your current way of being. And you've got to, in your mind, go to the place with your goal achieved and feel that, feel really, really good, go into a visualization of how that feels. And then from there, ask what kind of action do I need to take from this space? And those will be good ideas because now you're in vibration with your goal achieved. And then the actions you take will be in harmony with that goal and you'll get yourself off the hamster wheel. And now this is when quantum leaps can happen. So it's yes. really important that you go there, quote unquote, there with to your goal achieved in your mind. And Napoleon Hill says in the book, Think and Grow Rich, that ideas, when they flash into your mind, they're going to flash so fast. So you've got to act quickly. And if you don't, it's going to be detrimental to your success. And that's in the auto-suggestion chapter. And so we've all had ideas flash into our mind, especially when we're feeling good. We're probably like, you know, out doing something. And very rarely do we capture them. We think, oh, I'll remember that for later. That is detrimental to your success. So get into the habit of capturing that idea and taking action very quickly and it's and the action should scare the crap out of you and why it scares you is because that action is not in harmony with how how you you see yourself now it's in harmony with your goal achieved and the whole purpose of a goal is to have you grow into that person and so that action is going to freak you out and you have to do it anyway you do it from the space of your goal achieved and this is the thing people that are successful Do you think that they like making those calls? Do you think that they like, you know, getting on Facebook Live or whatever? No, but they do it anyway. Why? Because they're attached to the result it's going to give them. Failures, and that's a pretty harsh word, but it's the opposite of success. Failure, failures do, they settle for the results that their action that they're comfortable is getting them. And that's the difference. I love this because we talked a little bit earlier about comfort zone and how everything that is currently in our life, whether we want it or not is within Mm -hmm. our comfort zone. And the other thing that I've done with my, my mind and like in terms of paying attention to quote, like negative emotions and flipping them. The other thing too, is I'll check in with myself every once in a while and I'll think, okay, I'm feeling pretty comfortable in my Mm -hmm. life right now. Like this is something needs to change. Like I've, I've trained my brain to get, comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm. because then that means that I'm expanding my comfort zone and so funnily enough like negative emotions that fight or flight sensation 
can actually be a very positive experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that our, we're just programmed to think like, oh, negative emotions, fight or flight. That means, no, I shouldn't go there. Yeah. That's what your ego wants you to think. Yeah. But the reality is like when we push, when we push the boundaries and we start taking new actions, like that's how you get new results. You got it. And you got so, it. yeah, the, on I, the, think that, I was going to say to break through that, like on the opposite side of that fear, is freedom. Yeah, I love and, that. And the reason why your subconscious mind or your ego is trying to keep you from it is because it doesn't, It it's there to keep you safe. The subconscious mind's job is to keep you safe. So it's going to tell you all sorts of really good reasons why it's not a good idea to do that. But it's it, they're all lies. They're there to keep getting you the same results. I recently did a workshop called Love Letters to Your Ego. Mm. And I guided my participants through this whole structure of like taking an area of your life and asking yourself, what are your reoccurring thoughts, your beliefs? What are your current results? What are your justifications or excuses in that area of your life? And then just really inviting them to look at like the impact of that, like being curious, like where did this belief come from? Mm-hmm. And then the the end of the workshop was essentially writing a letter to your ego and I got them to read it to themselves. Like you need to read this to yourself in the mirror. And one of my friends who did the workshop, he was like, you know, I did this and I read myself the letter of the thoughts that I had in my mind that were holding me back. And it just sounds so silly Mm -hmm. and you know you were talking about how getting pen to paper and writing and I always emphasize this so much like with journaling is that when like you said we have a squirrel mind and when we're up in our head and we're thinking about these things it's not clear because it just it just races around but when we get it on paper then it's outside of us and that gives us that that gives us the opportunity to see it literally like figuratively and literally from a different perspective you got it and, and the thing is too, like I was saying in this workshop is like love letters to your ego is just acknowledging that and having love for your ego that, okay, all the, the ego's job is to protect mm-hmm. you, whether or not the ego is preventing you from achieving your goals or taking new action. Like it's doing its job by protecting you. Like your ego is still the same thing as when you go to cross the road mm-hmm. and it's a green light and you're debating to run across the street and you get that feeling, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because you know, there's a chance that an accident could happen. Mm-hmm. That's still your ego, right? Mm-hmm. So it just, it just doesn't realize because everything is imagination that, you know, what's safe and unsafe is that there's still opportunity when you take a risk. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. I, I was thinking as you were talking about that, that they uh, like to have gratitude, you know, for that ego, like have gratitude because it got you to where you are right now. And so if we mm-hmm. can go into gratitude, be- because all of us have done great things, no matter where you are in your life. So have gratitude for how far you have come and really use the law of relativity for you and then go, okay, so now I'm sending you this love letter, you know, and now I'm going to say goodbye and create what I want. Who do I need to be to create the results I want to get? Exactly. And when I was doing this workshop, I I did it along with, you know, the participants and I, like I I chose money as my area Mm -hmm. of life and I went through all my self-limiting beliefs and I was sharing this on Facebook live And I was just laughing, like, as I was reading through, because it's like, it's true. Like, once I got this out, I'm like, okay, you know, this, this is silly. Mm -hmm. Like, I, this is no longer serving me. And I, and I didn't realize this, but once I wrote the letter out, and I literally said, the letter started, like, dear ego, and I just acknowledged why these beliefs were created and how it's holding me back. And 
as I read through the entire letter, I was laughing because it was like I was breaking up mm-hmm. with my ego. It's like we're like this chapter of life and these beliefs are done now. Mm-hmm. Like it's you've you've done your job. It's time to move on to bigger and better things. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, <laughs> I love it. and that yeah, and that will that will never go away. Like the fear, the fear of success and fear of all of that. It will it will never go away, and it's just a matter of pushing through that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And really what happens is it changes. It becomes like it levels up. So what the fears are, they, you know, in the beginning you might fear like what other people think or what they're going to say about you, whatever that, that releases and they just become different fears based on like where you are with your results. But does fear ever go away? No, it doesn't. Yeah. You just have to learn to move past it. Like you said. So what would you say is, if you were to give one piece of advice or not advice, but just a suggestion to people who are listening to this and maybe they're new to understanding their mindset, like what's the first thing for them to do to really start to go in the direction that they want to go in? I always uh, recommend, you know, gratitude. We, we mentioned that um, it sounds like so silly and so easy and it makes a world of difference. And it's one of those things that's so easy that your ego, your pair, your program, whatever will tell you that it's not worth the time to do it, or you don't have time to do it. So visualize, uh, sorry, gratitude. And then I would also say visualization. Those two things are key components of you creating the life that you want. So when you do gratitude, be grateful for 10 things in your life. You could do that morning and night and be very present and really feel them. And when you write your list, choose five that are currently in your life right now. And then I want you to choose five things that you want and write about it in present tense as if it's already happened and feel it as if it's already happened. And it should bring emotion. When you do your gratitude list, right, quote unquote, right, you'll feel it. You'll really feel the emotion. So gratitude. And then if I could add in visualization, because it's another one of those things that takes five minutes. And it's one of those things that's so easy to do that it's so easy not to do. And when we interview the most successful people, they're all doing both of these habits. They know that it makes such a difference. So visualize the result that you want. And I've got a, I can share with you too, a um, visualization recording that I take my clients through that I'm happy to share with your community and they can do it. Yeah, I would love that. I'll include that in the show notes for sure. Yeah. And one thing too, and I think you said is so important that I just really want to emphasize is writing our goals and focusing on them like they've Mm -hmm. already happened. Because if we write, I want to Mm -hmm. make $10,000 a month, or I want to find the relationship of my dream with my dream partner, then if you literally get what you say, you will just get more wanting. And I've noticed that I was like, whoa, like I that totally shifted in my writing when I was journaling is it already writing it as present tense Mm -hmm. and it's funny because I was journaling this morning and I was writing out some really big goals for myself in 2020 and I could feel myself getting triggered Mm -hmm. and like I mentioned earlier like I I programmed myself like okay if I'm feeling these negative emotions like I'm coming up against self-limiting belief who are you Kayla to want this look at your current results like that's not possible and so that trigger of writing things out in present tense of what I wanted and feeling those negative emotions or those blocks coming up 
is a sign for me that, okay, Kayla, I need to go and explore this. Like, what are my current beliefs and stories around this? Because this is affecting my vibration and therefore reflecting my actions that I'm either taking or not taking. So that's just, an, yeah, I just really wanted to, to throw that in there because that's made a huge difference for me on top of gratitude and visualization and meditation. Like I do all of that every day and it's, it's mm. completely changed my life in the last year for sure. Yeah, gratitude um, also atones your energy. Like if you ever find that you're in a negative spot or you find yourself like um, that you've attracted something you don't want in your life, uh, go to it may it may be the hardest thing to do in the moment especially if it's really a situation that you don't like it may be challenging and you can do it so go to gratitude for that area or that person and why or, or the circumstance and write about it because as soon as you can put yourself in the energy of of gratitude you put your your vibration back and you're connected to source energy. It also trains your brain to look for the positive. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, naturally will just make you happier. And you're right. I think that will also bring the stability of keeping the vibration that you want. Like we were talking about money earlier and it's like, you know, you see people who make a lot of money, then they lose, they lose mm-hmm. it. And then it's just this domino, you know, yo-yo effect. But when you're right, when we use this, this gratitude every single day, then that can just automatically get us back into that, that state. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there anything else that you wanted to share before I wrap things up today? Uh, well, I just, if I can ask all your listeners and followers to know that they deserve abundance in all areas of their life and that it is their birthright and financial abundance is really will magnify them into more of a better person than what they already are and to go for it because life is so much fun and as they do it if they step into that they will like really inspire all those around them to do the same and imagine a world where we're abundant where people are getting paid what they're you know, what they're worth, whether it's from artists to like coaches to sport, like everyone gets paid fairly and abundantly. It just the world works, in my opinion. So if you can just uh, have them accept that belief that money is energy, and that it's there for all of us. And just by you wanting and attracting more doesn't take it away from anywhere else for anyone else. Yes, it's like, yes, equal is there. I love that. I was totally just I was listening to you and just visualizing that and I can hear, you know, your genuine love and commitment behind that. And this, this is why you're a successful money mindset coach. You're just like living and breathing that that belief. And I'm so grateful. And I it's been such an honor ever since we met to have been able to, you know, be alongside with you in our personal development journey. And, mm-hmm. and you know, what's funny is that I, I was thinking about this. And I know that you were the one who introduced me to Arbon. Mm-hmm. And I remember this, I actually didn't realize how significant this opportunity was until recently, because when you introduced me to Arbon, it was about, you know, creating this vision of having financial freedom and making a difference for people and just being independent. And that was my first experience ever, you know, experiencing being an entrepreneur. Mm. I had no idea before that, like my, my background was as a teacher and as a personal trainer, and I was starting to get into entrepreneurship in Toronto. But when you introduced me to that, and even though I didn't continue to pursue it, like I realized 
yes, I want to be, you know, financially independent. I want to be an entrepreneur that makes a difference for people. Mm -hmm. And I owe a huge thanks to you for that, because that was, I think that was like the start of everything that I've created up until now. And yeah, I'm just really grateful for that. Like we haven't talked about that in a long Mm -hmm. time, but I was looking back and like, this was a very significant moment that I did not realize at the time would play a big role into what I'm doing now. It's so cool. While Steve Jobs says we can't connect the dots looking forward, but we can connect them looking back. And so all of, and and knowing that each of us, like we've needed all those circumstances in our life to get us to where we are now. And that, that we attract them. So you attracted that opportunity to you so that it could open your eyes up to being an entrepreneur and creating your own business. You know, it's like the universe knows it always takes the the easiest route. It knows exactly what needs to happen in, um, in order for you to, to keep raising your awareness to really get you to where you want to go. We just put the resistance in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? It's so true. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Kelly. And congratulations and, you know, to you and helping helping and serving all these people through this podcast and the work and the courses that you've created and developed. I know what's thank in you. store for you and all of your listeners. So expect abundance and know it's there thank for you. you. Thank you so much. With that being said, it, how can uh, our listeners get connected with you? And I'll include your website and everything in the show notes. But what's the best way to get connected with you? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Instagram and Facebook Messenger directly through the website, danielamos.co. And just send me a message. Uh, we've got a free Facebook group where I put content in called Mastering Your Mindset with Danielle. And uh, I'm accessible. I love hearing from you. If this made a difference, send me a message. And myself and my team are here to serve. Thank you again so much for joining me today, Danielle. I really enjoyed this conversation and I'm excited to get this out into the world and inspire people and empower them. And so with that, I want to thank the listeners as well for tuning in. And if you could please like, subscribe, share, comment, help us get this out into the world because we're just committed to making a difference. So thank you again for listening and I will see you in the next episode.